feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 700. Let's go, go. It's the official start of the weekend, five o'clock Saturday, Sunday will be Rangers may find they are the champions. But here on Friday, this is the start of the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Is this the weekend when Rangers, the 10-year title wait will be over? They play St Mirren tomorrow and if they win and Celtic slip up on Sunday at Tannadice, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers will be champions for the first time in a decade and he would get his first silverware. Barry Ferguson, is it going to happen this weekend? Yes, yeah, a real possibility. I, I really fancy Rangers strongly a, a turnover St Mirren because um, they're that close. Um, and in terms of Celtic going up to Tannadice, um, Mickey Mellon's picked him up over the last few weeks and that's going to be a, a tough one for Celtic. Um, so there's every possibility it could be won um, this uh, weekend. But listen, we all know in football um, the results happen. So look, we just need to wait and see. But as I said, um, there's a real possibility it could happen. Celtic's uh, Edward is the player of the month. It's Stephen Gerrard, manager of the month. Celtic's pride's been hurt this year, side. Do you think this weekend they will finally concede the title? No, I don't think so. I think um, Celtic will go up to Dundee and beat Dundee United. I think John Kennedy will have a full week under his belt. Um, maybe get players back. Um, we'll maybe see the team that John Kennedy wants to play this weekend. Um, and if you're Celtic, for me, the players have got to be desperate to be the team to stop Rangers. And to do that, I think they need to go up to Dundee and win. You know, it's a big, big ask for them to go up there. Um, but knowing that you could stop Rangers unbeaten season the week after, it's a big incentive for Celtic players. So they need to give the supporters something back. You know, and going winning at Dundee and then taking Rangers. Um, and at Celtic Park and, and beating their un, unbeaten record would be a, a massive achievement in terms of a, in a bad season for Celtic and Si we're going to lose you you're not going to be here tomorrow because you're training so that's the good news uh, the lower leagues are back and we'll talk about that during the programme but you'll be getting ready to get back to action in a few weeks time Barry your own Kelty Hearts we don't know you what's going to happen we'll speak about it during the programme tonight we've got Aberdeen against Hamilton tomorrow Motherwell against Livingston Ross County Kilmarnock St Johnson against Hebs and match of the day Rangers against St Mirren and on Sunday Dundee United against Celtic the match uh, on the television the headlines this morning and the record Barry well it's your own column but it's made it to the back page stay for a shot at the big leak you've been saying that to Alfredo Morelos stay for the Champions League I thought that was for his Celtic players there <laughs> <laughs> no, listen I, I would like to see it happen I know there's going to be a lot of interest Paul you've just seen the way he's performed mm. um, over the last couple of weeks um, I know Rangers will need to sell some of their assets um, one or two and he's certainly an asset Alfredo uh, Morelos but for me I would love to see him stay um, I think another season and there's a real opportunity for Rangers um, to get into the, the group stages of the Champions League listen they need to get out the qualifiers first but I would like to see players like that stay about and show what they can do and on the, the big level because that, that certainly that's one of the, the places where you want to play your football Paul Champions League um, that's where the elite teams are and that's when you come up against top players so 
I would love to see him stay. He's had a lot of um, people having a pop at him um, during the season for his ill discipline, but I've always backed him, and I think he's, I think he's a top striker when his mind's on it. He's a right good player and you've seen that over the last few weeks. And it's on it at the moment, isn't it? As Barry says, you see it. You see a different side to Morelos this year. Oh, definitely, Paul. I mean, Rangers are a worse side without Morelos in mm. it. I've, I've made it. If you ask me who Rangers' most important player is, you know, you can say guys like uh, Tavernier, Goldson. I said Tavernier, I've got it wrong again. <laughs> Barisic, Kamara, they've all had great seasons. But for me, Rangers' most important player is Alfredo Morelos. When he's not playing, you notice it. It's a massive difference. You sign Roof for five million quid. Again, he's not the same as Morelos for me. So that tells you how hard it is to, to replace a guy like that. Kamar Roof was Leeds' best player in the Championship two years ago. So he's he's came for a high standard of football. He's played for Anderlecht. But for me, if you're asking Roof or Morelos, it's a no-brainer. He's just got that ability to batter defenders a bit. And it's tough, you know, to get a lone striker that gives you goals. He's improved his link-up play. But most importantly, he can go for 90 minutes and batter defences a bit. And I think he's the only player that Rangers have got like that. When you say Kamana, you know, there's other guys that can come in and do that role. I think you can go and get a replacement for a Barisic. But to replace a striker... I had it at Swansea when we lost Charlie Austin... But Fergie, we just couldn't. Mm. We're just not mm. the same team. I always think a striker yep. is the most important player in your team. Yeah, I agree with Sai just said there. His all-round play has certainly improved. Um, last two years under Gerard, they relied on his goals, but I think he's brought something to the team. Rangers play in a different way, but his general link-up play, Sai just mentioned there, has really improved. Um, and I think he's learned from his mistake, his last mistake against Hibs. Um, you've seen in the last couple of games um, against Royal Antwerp where he. The guy yep. pulled his hamstring. He he stopped play, and what was he also thinking? I know I, if that's me, I'm yep. I'm continuing on to sure. play and trying yep. trying to score. And then the Livingston incident, incident sorry, with the penalty. Normally big up ranting and raving, but he just got on with it. So he's definitely trying to improve. There's no doubt about it. But I look at him as an all round uh, striker. He's he's somebody that I've always I've always liked, um, and he's certainly improved this year. And I fit ready to go Alfredo Morelos and the Rangers team Rangers are a far stronger and better team but Fergie I think that, sorry Paul I don't even think I don't think Rangers press as well when Morelos isn't playing mm. He's, you know when Eton's playing he, he doesn't get to people whereas Morelos wants to get tight he likes he enjoy, I think he enjoys that side mm. of the game going he enjoys the contact defend, and winning the ball mm. back for his so it's not just goals and link up play that you need to, you need to replace mm. it's that that attitude that he's got to go and win the ball back for his team and I think that's been massive for Rangers this, this and season the difference I've seen him in Livingston he missed a few chances against Livingston mm. uh, normally he, he just dusts yeah. himself down gets on mate. doesn't let it affect him yeah. and he got the rewards with, with scoring the goal three minutes to go he's always in the right place at the right time as I said he, he could have had two or three goals against Livingston doesn't let it affect him and that's the sign of a top striker for me here's the manager speaking about Morelos look I think with every player forms only temporary classes permanent so you know when if someone's having a sticky patch in front of goal or they're having a dip in form or it's just not happening for certain individuals you know when they're top players it's only going to be a matter of time before the form returns probably hasn't been as prolific as, as last year in terms of numbers but I think we're seeing a lot of maturity not just in his football but also off the pitch as well contribution of late has been really important for the team so in just one Fans, what do you think? Barry says he should stay Champions League next season. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And he's a different character. It was almost a smile when he got the yellow card the other night. So let's go straight on to the lines now. First line, we're going to John Beaton is on. 
No, Has okay. he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What about his brother here, Beaton? It's been the big talking, talking yeah, indeed. A big talking point. And there was so much about it last night. I was listening to you uh, and Rob and John Hartson and Wednesday and Barry. Uh, it, it provoked so much controversy about it. The ref made a mistake. But where is the, well, your point today is where's the assistant referee? Mm. Listen, we've got to remember referees are human. They're going to make mistakes at some uh, some stages uh, of games and in important games. And John Beaton clearly made a mistake, and I, I'm fine with that. I totally get that. I said, but the thing is, the assistant referee is only 15, 20 yards away away from it. He's got to give John Beaton some sort of help. And then you've got the fourth official at the sidelines with a monitor. Now I know John Beaton can't go and look at the monitor, but they're all they've got their pieces in. They can talk to each other. Mm. And I feel for John Beaton. I'll be honest with you. I know he made a genuine. It's a genuine mistake he made. And as I says, they're only human. But where's his help from his yeah. assistants? Yeah. I don't think he got any help whatsoever. I thought Jim Goodwin made a great point. He was speaking the other day. He said, I mean, the Rangers analysis could get that to Stephen Gerrard in 30 seconds. Why can the ref yeah. not do that? Mm. You know, we see everyone, people get slagged for it now, we see everyone sitting with laptops on the side of the pitch. Why is there no ref? Even in the stand, Paul. Go and stick a fifth guy in the stand with a laptop who's got the game on a laptop. When an incident occurs, he looks at it, 30 seconds it takes him, into John Beaton's ear, it's a penalty. And, that, the and like you said, he's just helping the refs. Yeah, he would have had a monitor at the side of him. So I know he's not allowed to come over. Why not just say to John Beaton, listen, five, ten seconds, I'm going to have another look at this. Listen, it's a clear penalty, John. You've yeah. made a mistake there. What, what's up with that? But see, even on this, the, the, the sides, the assistants, I've never, you never see the assistants help the refs in terms of penalties. They don't want to take responsibility. responsibility. Uh-huh. Because they'll I get criticised. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and it all goes in the referee, which I feel sorry for them at times. And see, in terms of the, the argument at half time, I'm not sure about the rules, but is it true that John Beaton, I think the rules you kind of speak to the manager while he's on, on the pitch. You need to wait until you're inside. I think that's what yep. point John Beaton was, was making. But obviously, Stephen Gerrard was was so angry that he couldn't yeah, see, see that stayed emotions are high yeah. you've got to, it's football it happens and of course you can't go inside and speak to each other because they're in different parts of the ground yeah, but I'm fine when I see I'm not just saying yeah. saying it because it's Stephen Gerrard I've seen other managers I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that that's them showing emotion that's them showing that they care for their, their team he wasn't in his face and pointing and, and screaming and ranting and raving he, he maybe had a wee pop at him but listen I, I think I, I'm fine with that I've seen managers do it all the time as Sai will find out when he's wanting to be a manager sometimes you let, let it get the better of you your emotions get uh, carried over mm. and John Beaton okay. decided to give him two yellow cards and then a, a red card we're into it now for the weekend let's take the first call it's not John Beaton but it is Sean in Garthamlock Sean good evening uh, how we doing I'm feeling it this weekend I'm going for Rangers to win 3 1 I never asked you yet <laughs> you, you, that, That's for 5-7 to seven. <laughs> No Sean on you go 3-1 did you say um, I'm, Who for? I'm going for Rangers, Rangers to win 3-1 Sorry dog Stop barking And um, Celtic to get beat uh, 1-0 after the United What's your dog's name Sean? <laughs> so that's what he said. It's Nacho Novo oh, Of course it is That's right Of course it is So you reckon uh, What about what Barry was saying About Alfredo Morelos He's saying Stay for next season because you'll have Champions League. Uh, I definitely agree, but Steve, I would keep him because he's a goal-scoring machine, he's a good player, but as long as he doesn't get any stupidity, obviously, but uh, if you get that out of him, then I definitely. He was better the other night, wasn't he? You know, you know oh, it was remarkable. Brilliant. The thing I think you've got with Morelos as well is, I don't think he would want to go somewhere and not play. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the type, although you talk about the big money you can get, Fergie, but if he's going to go down there 
and he's got def- at Rangers he's a guaranteed starter and he, I think he loves that you know if he goes down to another team and he goes down there and he doesn't play for two or three weeks I don't think he'd be the type that would be happy sitting on the bench and the other thing you need to take into account is the way Rangers play suits him at a tee Again, I don't think he's a striker that plays well on a two Fergie because I don't think he likes that line. I think he likes being that, that single striker, the main man. So that they, they things will come into it as well, the team he's going to go to. Yeah, and I get look, all players want to play at the highest level. Um, but he, he's, still, he's still at an age, I think he's only 23, 24. He's still got yeah. plenty of time to go and do it. And that's why I, I think, listen, that's where you want to play. See, like the Champions League, I mean, that is a pinnacle. That's where you come up against the... The best players, the best teams. Uh, and I'm going to say, look, is he guaranteed if he goes down to the Premier League, a, a middle of the the table Premier League team, is he guaranteed to play? We don't know, but at Rangers, he's virtually guaranteed. When he's when he's on it and when he's um, he's playing well, he's the, he's the main man at, at Rangers. He's definitely Rangers' main player and best player Fergie, for me. see if you're Rangers, do you say, Boogie, top earner, you're the man? I, I think that would keep Morelos. Yeah. I think if you gave him that sort of status at the club where he's... We, this is how much we, we like you we're going to make you the top earner you're going to be our main player I, I, I think that could sway Morelos into Stin yep it, it could but also Rangers will, will look if a ridiculous offer yep. comes in mm. mon, money talks what is ridiculous Barry for him at the moment is it 18 million 17 yeah, but I, I think you would get upwards of 15 million pound from um, no problem but you, you know what the money's like down in down in England Paul um, somebody might come in with a crazy offer then Rangers really need to really seriously consider it but I hope they don't I hope he's looking at the bigger picture he's still got time to go and play at the, the highest level he's got a real opportunity um, to go and make a name for himself um, hopefully if they get through the qualifiers into the Champions um, League group stages What if it was a £12 million offer £13 million. if you were Rangers what would you say? No you don't no. take that don't take it plain and simple yep. Sean do you agree? Uh, you don't you don't take play over thirteen million. If you've got to sell the best players, especially when you're playing Champions League football, that adds a rate to cut a million. Um upwards of twenty million I say. Yep. Sean, here's the manager talking about the injury situation. Yeah, Balogun will return to the squad. Kamar, Roof and Ryan Jack are on course to return to training after the weekend. James will be a bit longer. And um, Nico's obviously the long term one. We're looking at next season for Nico now. And if Rangers win it this weekend? I think obviously we all have to continue to try and abide by the rules, the government rules and, and respect the, the social distancing and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, this is obviously out of my control and this is when you have to leave it to the security experts and the people higher up at the club to deal with these situations. I know there's a lot of rumours going around at the moment, but for me, my job's obviously to focus on the game and try and get three points. That's the priority for me. Sean, could you have believed that you could be winning the title first week in March? You know, when this started no, last like, July, no, August. De- de- definitely. No chance. If somebody says that last season, you could win the league get early, you would have went, oh, you're your own sort of man. Yep. But definitely. It'd be brilliant. If we won it this weekend, um, I hope we don't say um, what, um, what some teams do, see if they win the league too early to start. Obviously, it's good to give the young boys a chance, but I hope we don't start playing two weeks squads and kind of just start dropping points dead easy. Because you've got Europe as well. Barry, you want to see it, as you said at the top of the programme, you want Rangers to see it off early uh, and, and not hang about and then look at the Scottish Cup and enjoy Europe as well. Yeah, when it's in sight, you want to get it done and dusted, basically, Paul, as quickly as possible. Because um, the Scottish Cup is going to be starting back up. They're still involved in that, obviously. Um, and they're in the, the last 16 of Europe with a real opportunity to get in the, the last eight. Um, but I'm with Sean, I, I, 
I believe the way that the manager works is he, he would always try and put out his strongest team. Um, even if the, the league is done and dusted, you want to try and win as many games as you can. Um, when you when you lose a game, it might affect um, confidence or whatever. So I, I don't think you'll see him change much, even if the league is over and done quickly. Can I ask Sean a question? Sean, have you been, are you going to get the better dog food for the, the dog? Will it get pedigree chummins to the Aldi? No, my dog always gets uh, He gets Marks and Spencer's food Oh, well Better food than I get <laughs> Great stuff in Aldi as well, of course You'll see before you go Yeah Yeah Can Re- Wall Rangers win the treble this season? Well Decent question can win they, the tri- they can't win the treble though Because no, they're yeah, yeah, I the think league he's cup. talking about Europa You mean Europe Okay, a treble yeah. You can still win the treble oh. Alright, Sean Yeah, not the conventional one side the ball, yeah. What about you then? I think the Europa League would be a big ask mm-hmm. to go and win the Europa League. Depends on the draw, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah Fergie said that. Uh, you need to be better yeah, luck But there's the still some big teams in that, that draw, Fergie, isn't there? Big teams and, and top teams. In um, terms of the domestic stuff, though, you, you, you would see the Scottish Cup Rangers clear favourites. Mm-hmm. The form they've been in this year, nobody's beat them. So, of course, they're big, they're big favourites. I always said, for me, the only team that can probably get, beat Rangers this year will be Celtic, if, if they can get their act together. But... There's no reason why Rangers couldn't have gone win the Scottish Cup Although in the league. The only one that's beaten them, St Mirren, and that's who they face tomorrow. And there's a danger if you're a Saints fan listening in, people think it's a foredrawn conclusion. It is that Rangers are going to be champions, but when? Any worries tomorrow, Sean? I know you said it at the beginning a wee bit, you know, you think it'll be 3 1. No, I, I think Rangers will be quite comfortable. Get, I'll get them a wee goal, but um, I think it'll be a comfortable game. But I think Celtic, I, I still think Celtic will get beat 1 0. I say that to the producer, um, James, and he was. Yeah, I don't think he'll be too happy about it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what he waits? <laughs> so, Stephen Gerrard, what's the news? The manager, he could have a one game ban, but he would be back for Celtic Park. I think that is the situation. Morellas, the uh, appeal would have to go in today for Morellas. Yeah, that, that'll be getting thrown out. Yeah, of course. No that, doubt about it. it. Yeah, in terms of Rangers that. tomorrow, I've, I've no doubt Rangers will come flying out of traps. Mm. Yep. Sean, thanks very much. Cheers, guys. And uh, yeah, tune in over the weekend. We'll be keeping you right up to date with what's happening. We're on tomorrow afternoon, two until six. Sai won't be here because he's going to be at training in, 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 Dun- in Dundee tomorrow. I've never looked forward to a bleep test so much, honestly. <laughs> I've been dating your high heels, I'm that, I'm that excited for it. So, uh, no, we'll take the boys. We're going to do a right good session. So, yep. And then we're doing a bleep test, and then it'll be a session after that as well. So, hey. we need to get them up to speed quick. We're back next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Another big week on the Go Radio Football Show. Thanks to Rob this week for some great guests, some great headlines. Not least today with Barry Ferguson saying Morellas should stay for next season. Champions League football could be, you know, the showcase that takes them even further in the future. You know he'll go at some point, but he's still a young player. What do you reckon? 0808 17 17 700. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and you were taking your calls now and we're on the socials at Go Radio Football Show. And what a weekend coming up. Aberdeen against Hamilton. Hamilton unlucky late in the game the other night, weren't they, Barry? That uh, The goal against St. Johnson, 1-1, you feel for them. We'll talk about that in a moment. Motherwell against Livy. Motherwell back on it. Livy looking now for a win. Ross County battling to get away from the bottom as are Kilmarnock. That's a massive game at the bottom of the table. And St. Johnson against Hibs. Rangers against St. Mirren, match of the day. And on Sunday, Dundee United against Celtic with the news that Odson Edward is the player of the month for February. He is the manager, the interim manager, John Kennedy, speaking about the striker. Odson of late, you know, as much as there's, there's more to come from him, level performances have improved. He's scoring the goals again, which for a striker is always important. So, 
you know, it's great to see it. And again, for him, as much as the talent he's got, it's just continually improving. And for him, in terms of the discussions I've had with him, it's like talent's great. It's just that consistency and level of performance because, you know, in my opinion, he's the best striker in the country. You know, I've seen players in the past who've been here and have, have got similar levels and they kick on and do well. I think for him now, it's just in that real killer instinct. You know, when he gets five chances in the game, he's taking four of them. He's taking three and four. If he does that, you know, God knows where it takes him. Sai, it's not been a great season terrible season in fact for Celtic but for Edouard he's still scoring the goals not the way he was before is he the best striker in the country as the manager says uh, I think on ability wise I think he is but he needs to show more power I totally agree everything John Kennedy has just said the talent yeah no doubt about it he's the most talented player in the country I'd say but for me he, he needs to add more to his game in terms of how he, how he acts off the ball going running the ball back we've said that all season Celtic as a team have not been been anywhere near good enough in, in terms of that and, and again for him I thought this was the year that he would go and say I'm the main man I'm going to go and win the league for us and then I'm going to leave you I was expecting more from if I'm being totally honest this year you know he's a, his goal record has improved this month but still expect better performances even the one at the end Fergie when he's running through and Sorrow's there Edward last season slips out to Sorrow and it's a goal you know decision making this year as as the rest of Celtic has, has been poor I think yep. for, for, for Edward's standards see in terms of talent and ability there's no doubting he's got everything it's just consistency mm. for me you see it one game next game he's off it a wee bit if he continued to do that every single week which I, I think he can you just need to push him you need to maybe manage him in a different way he's got everything going for him and he's definitely as we said a couple of weeks ago I think he can play at the highest level but he's just getting a level of consistency no doubting he's, he's talent he's only 22 he's still got loads of improvement to do as well so for me he's a top player it's just the only problem is he doesn't do it week in week out and I agree with what Sai says there I was expecting him to kick on even more this season I just um, think as well Fergie see when it's your best player I think the Celtic players look to Edward as their best player I think you can see that they look to pass the ball see when you see your best player sprinting about trying to get the ball back that then follows through the rest of the team I've not seen that enough for him this yep. when Celtic have needed it Fergie yeah and as well Sai in terms of like a formation as well I, I think he, it's suited when he plays with a partner yeah. I think he looks a lot happier when he can drop it into the wee pockets and pick up the, the ball in the half turn that's when to me he looks at his happiest and when he's doing that he's unstoppable at times um, one up front I don't think it, no. it suits him yeah. I think the formation because it's been changed so often uh, throughout the season for Celtic that's maybe part of the problem but I'll go back to what I said at the start there's no doubting that the, the talent the guy's got and the ability he's got the manager I say the manager the interim is he head coach Si what, what are they saying me. at the well, moment probably say head coach uh-huh. John Kennedy was asked about the interest in the striker there's what a year left in his contract players there's always interest I've no doubt there'll be interest in Hudson you know as there was last season and, and all his time he's been here because of one of the talent he's got you know but ultimately the club will do the right thing for themselves and the club and everything else but we want to keep him for as long as we can because of the talent he's got and the ability he's got because having a player like him in your squad you know only makes you better but ultimately there comes a point you know whether it be contractually or the player's motivation everything else you have to sit down and address that and that'll be, that'll be done in the summer the two strikers could be going you could have Morellas away from Rangers could be over the summer and the same at Celtic with Edward. Would you expect him to go? Yeah, well, he's going into the final year of his contract. I know Celtic have been trying to speak to him about extending that. that nothing, nothing's uh, sorry happened there. Um, so what John Kennedy just says there pretty much tells me that come the summer, Edward will be away playing in a, a different league. Um, and that'll be a big disappointment to Celtic because, as I said, when Edward's on for him, he's a top, top player. The thing, the thing clubs would be looking at as well with Edward, you know, I think Morelis is playing at the top of his game right now, whereas I think Edward's got two or three more levels to go. 
know, I think if he goes and works with a top coach at a top team with better players, I think Edward could go and reach really high levels. I, you know, he still doesn't score enough goals in the penalty box for me, Paul. If he's going to be that centre forward that he plays, you know, he scores some nice goals coming at the edge of the box, turning and, and getting his shots away. But I think in terms of the work rate and adding the, the dirty goals in the six-yard box, if he, I think if he can get the two things into his game, you've got a mm. top player. And they're not going to get the same transfer fee they were thinking about last summer what do you think he would be now I mean he's going into his final year I mean I don't know you'd be looking at maybe 12-15 million pound now, I, I thought he was a 30 million pound player yeah. mm. a, a season ago or 7 or 8 months ago but he's let his contract contract run down he's into the final year um, and what you don't want is if he does stay 6 months later he's on a free so Celtic yeah. have got a big decision to make So Barry if you were the manager of a, a top club in England or you know in Spain or whatever would you go for yeah, Morelos or would you go for the two of them Edward <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for the two of them but look you've got to look at the, the situations do they suit the way that you play yeah. two of them for me are totally different players um, but I, I've no doubt both of them look yeah. Clubs and managers I'll be definitely looking at both of them Listen look calls are coming in The weekend starts here There's attention You look at Sky there You see them outside Ibrox The reporter of course They're saying stay away at the moment Here's a Rangers fan on the line He's called in to Glasgow Zone To go radio Hello Andy Good evening How you doing gents alright Good, good how evening. are you I'm good Paul I'm just really excited It's like, it's like Christmas honestly it's, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm at Christmas I'm really excited I had a wee chocolate myself there uh-huh. The fair game I heard that boy was on, he had his dub called Natural Novo. Yeah. What, true story, right? One of my mates used to have a, a wee Jack Russell called Fergie years ago. <laughs> By the way, it was mental. It was scatty. See, see if you took its wee ball off, it would go mental. That's how it reminded him of Fergie. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's I mean, good. I was on to speak about uh, night in, in the game, probably the Livingston game. Yeah. Um, so that that game, right? It's, it's, this isn't a dig at Livingston. A big win for us, right? And I understand there's, there's tactics in the game. That that game's on Sky Sports. Okay, it's, it's a, a kind of showpiece of the league. I feel like, and I watched that. Call. What a terrible game that was to watch. What? And it's not, not just again. It's not a dig at Livingston. I know that, that, that the kind of general tactics aren't just to lump it long and and, and fill every opportunity and, and kind of slow down the game. But that, that's not really a good shot window for a league, is it? A real game. I, I don't know how you feel about that. Why the pitch is, is another story, but mm-hmm. I'm watching that going. That's that, that's no. I'll give you an example. Right, mm-hmm. seeing, I understand the difference in to like so the, the the money situation. Right, two totally different squads. Understand that. But Rangers go to Benfica and they get the plodding in play. So why can Livingston not do it against Rangers? I don't. I don't understand it. Okay. It's not very good to watch this. Mm-hmm. Sai. Well, you know, I, I think if Davy Martin had been on the back of a 14 game run, he'd, he'd had to go at Rangers. That game, you know, I think when he went to Celtic, went to uh, Livingston, and he had a real go in the plate. But these players are fragile, Paul, and they're not like Rangers players where you can maybe get a defeat or a draw, and, and you've you've still got the confidence to go and take the ball. Mm-hmm. Davy Martindale would assess his squad and realise that our players have taken a bit of a hit in the last three games. They lost the final. I need to do what's best for Livingston, and the best way for us to maybe get a result is to sit in and try and hit Rangers on the counter attack. So I can I can see exactly where. Where Davy Martindale's coming from. If I'm Davy Martindale, I'm doing the exact same thing with my Livingston team. Because if he goes and opens up, Paul, and tries to take on Rangers, he gets beat five or six after losing three games on the bounce. Where's your squad at after that? You know, Livingston will be in a decent place, thinking we held Rangers to a one now, we've done okay, we stayed in the game. And they might take that confidence on the next week. So I can see what the caller means in terms of helping the league, but Davy Martindale's not here to help the league. He's there. 
keep Livingston uh, to keep his job at Livingston and he feels that that's the best way to get a result great point yeah Barry. but look it, it wasn't a great game I'll be honest with no. you I, I watched it um, again uh, if he goes 4-4-2 and, and has a go at Rangers it plays into Rangers yeah. hands but the other thing I take into consideration as well watching it and I'm thinking this is your league I'm proud of Scottish football mm. but I'm looking at it and I'm looking at artificial surfaces yeah. I get it it helps at lower league but for me in the Premier League Got to be playing football on grass. I understand financially it helps clubs; they can go and lease it out. But for me, if you're playing in the Premier League, it's got to be on. It's got to be on grass, and I know there's some dodgy grass surfaces as well. I get that, but I don't like Arsenal no, certainly at elite level. No. I understand lower level, totally get it. But for me, they've got to be a rolling place soon. Because you've got image. Hamilton, you've yep. got Livingston, you've got Kilmarnock. Yep. We've got the cameras at our games. We want to try and promote our, our football up here. And as I say, I enjoy watching mm. our games. I enjoy. I think there's some really good games this yep. season. I've really enjoyed watching on the box. But that was a, that was a hard watch. You ever seen a you ever seen a great game on Astro in the SPL? Never. Nah, doesn't really. Don't think so. I'd be see yep. if I was Livingston. The caller makes a good. But I'd be more I'd be more annoyed about my performance in the cup final. Mm. Played like that in the cup final against St Johnston. Such a poor game, wasn't it? And yeah. a poor performance. I, I don't know why Davy Martindale. Maybe it is because of the losses, but he won 14 games in a row. Then I set playing a set. Me just, just stick with it, you know. But Davy Martindale's new to management, as you've always said, Fergie. It's fine coaching when everything you're a guy in the background, but when it comes to it's making these big decisions on when you lose games, do you stick with yeah. it or do you change? And, and, and also in terms of both now. both teams as well, you've got to look at budget sizes as yeah. well. David Martindale's got. a a certain budget to work within and a certain amount of money he can he can spend on on a player. Um, as I said, I think it would have been different, as you said. See, when they were high in confidence, they mm. were in that winning streak. I think maybe they would have had a go at Rangers, but obviously, with the way things have went over the last couple of weeks, he's thinking to himself, maybe we'll keep it as tight as long as we can. And they nearly done it. Let's be honest yeah. with you. They got to the last three minutes sure. before Rangers scored. Back to Rangers, Andy is on the line. Could be a big weekend. Here's Stephen Gerrard for you, Andy, speaking about the team spirit. One of the main things is spirit and fight. We've got that in abundance at the moment. I think the best thing in the progression in this team is we find a way. And even when we're not ourselves or we're having an off day, we, we refuse to be beat. If we can maintain that from now till the end of the season, not only will we become champions, we, we can also maybe add to that as well. That's the exciting part. Andy? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and talk about team spirit, it's, I loved his interview when he spoke about uh, Alfredo Dancy, um Sweet Caroline. I can't <laughs> wait. When we won this, we're all going to Fergus this way. A big bag of cans, a Neil Diamond series. He was blasting <laughs> it in the car park the night, Andy. Sai, we might get you to sing it. Can I just say yeah. the, the difference in the Rangers team as well? See if that was last season, and I'm being honest here. I think they would have got nervous. Mm. There's a real patience about them. Mm. When you get to 70, I know what it's like, you get to 75 minutes, 80 minutes, you're still at nothing each and the league's in sight. What I like about this Rangers team is they keep doing what they're good at. They get the ball down, they try and play and they, they believe at any stage they can score a goal and it was proven again. Look how many 1-0s I've had over the last four or six weeks. Um, they, they're the ones that win your leagues and see that, see that result against Livingston Wednesday night. That, that dressing room would have been bouncing and that bus on the way home back to the, the training centre Ibrox wherever they get their cars that would have been absolute jumping Fergie you know you said like they've improved with the fight and, but where the, I think they've improved as well Fergie mentioned it earlier is that ability to keep taking the ball when they've made mistakes last year I thought if Rangers, some of the players made a couple of mistakes they wouldn't have then go and keep it but yep. now you see it 
you know, they give the ball away, they're still, yes, give me the ball again. I think that's where Rangers have improved massively as well, mentality and, okay, we've made a mistake, but let's keep doing what we're good at. And I think, like you say with Morelos, you know, two chances he missed, other strikers maybe think, oh dear, I'm not wanting another mm-hmm. chance here, but he keeps going, he keeps going, and he gets his reward with it. They, they, the they stick to the game plan, yeah. Si. They stick to the game plan, and what I like about them as well is, look, they're really good at getting the ball down and playing, but sometimes they'll mix it up. They'll go a long diag and, and mix the game up, and that that also affects the other teams. Are like, what was going on here? So, not there's clear sign of improvement. See, see the thing is as well, Paul. Well, I'd sort yeah. jump in there, then, but I've seen this to my mate on, on the phone. Now, I think it doesn't get much better than this. We're unbeaten in the league, but also unbeaten in Europe. We have a good chance to get to the quarterfinals. Mm. And I remember back in 2008, Fergie, you also remember that well, and getting to other cup finals and doing well in Europe and getting to that final. It's, it's really, it, it doesn't get much better than this. I enjoy it. And, um, the proof's in the pudding that we're not just good domestically, but we're showing it in Europe against good teams as well. So sure. it's really pleasing, honestly. But I'm just f- worried we're going to set ourselves up for a big fall next season with this one being so good. How far are you going to go in Europe, would you think? I've got to fancy the quarters, Paul, man. Yep, I sure. really feel nobody. Nobody's beat, beat us at Ibrox this season. Yep. They can all even score against us with exception of Antwerp, OK? But um, defence wins titles, as they're saying. You know, once, although it's been a bit shaky recently, once they're on it, it's, they're really tough to break down. And, and the, the kind of European game uh, suit Rangers, and in particular defensively, and you only have to look at Morelos in Europe. He's an animal, man. He's absolutely brilliant to watch. So I'm really excited. Get this league wrapped up this weekend. I agree with the boy, Sean. Um, yeah. Scoreline, what's your score for tomorrow? If you agree with the boy, Sean, you need to go and have a lie down, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think it's 3-0 Rangers. And I, I think it's going to be a draw. Um, Tanadice on Sunday, I, don't, I yeah. really don't think they'll win it. I just have this feeling, this gut feeling. So okay. part of the time at Fergie's lads. And Andy, is there any part of you is watching what's happening at Liverpool? And for the first time ever, they've lost what six games at home, five games at home, oh, six. Uh, the playing for them. I know. Can I just yeah. say I've I've no concern. I honestly believe that Steven Gerrard knows that he needs to be about for another season or two. He knows that he's going to win a trophy or two or maybe even three. You never know how if the luck yeah. of the draw. Yeah, I think he knows I, I, he needs I, I, to stay about. Jurgen Klopp season. gets another year anyway, no matter what happens. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, a fantastic man, Andy. That, that's- that's true, though, but I put this to you, right? You're also the manager at the, um, at your place now, but the, the thing is, that doesn't come about often. And if that was you and your show, so just say you had that opportunity to go to Rangers, would you take it? It's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, do you know what I mean? It's quite. How do you turn that yeah, down? Yeah, but I, I don't think anything will help me, Jurgen Klopp. I think he'll be he'll be there next season, and, and I still think he's he's still in the apprenticeship stage his, his managerial career. I, I believe Andy. He needs to. He knows he needs to go and win a number of trophies. And do you know what? He's in no better place yeah. to go and do it. What, what a what a place to be at and, and learn your trade at, at Rangers. The pressures that he's under constantly. He, he would have known that the last couple of seasons. So this season. You know what he's done brilliant. Now the hard the hard thing is winning the title. See the hardest thing is retaining it. You've always said that. Yeah. See and the thing as well with Gerard, I don't think he's a daft guy. I think he's clever. I don't. I think he would take the, the Liverpool job unless he thought he was ready for it. What? Because he wouldn't want to go there and fail, Paul. So okay, yeah, you're saying it's your dream job, but do you want to go to your dream job when you're not you're not ready? And you go in there and you didn't do well, and then you're not remembered for the sure. player that you were. Yep. So I, I think Stephen Gerrard will wait. Till he's hundred percent sure that he's right and ready to take that job because he, and he says, you know, you, you listen to interviews and podcasts. He can still, he's still got loads of improvement today as a manager yeah. and a coach. So, I think once he's at his peak as a manager, that's when he would take the Liverpool job. And there's no way Klopp would be fired. It would be if he decided to go, but it's not going to happen, is it? Good call, thanks, Andy. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go.
Go Radio Football Show Friday night. The weekend starts here. Barry is excited, looking forward to it. It's the culmination of uh, what's well, been a project with Stephen Gerrard for this is year three. Not many would have given him the chance, but because it was Stephen Gerrard and, and you want to pay tribute, I would imagine, to the Rangers directors who provided the money, didn't sell off Morelos last summer for, say, £10 million, and it has worked out. Yeah, but I, th- I think he's had tremendous backing. And I think if you ask Stephen Gerrard himself, he- he'll tell you that. Um, two years in a pressurised job and no winning any trophies. You know, the, uh, the fans are light and the media are light. People start questioning you. Um, but they're stuck by him. And, and you know what? They've done, done the right thing and it's been proven this season because um, it's been a long nine and a half, ten years uh, for the Rangers fans and he's so close and that's why I'm so confident tomorrow, Paul. I, I think Rangers will really go out, uh, come out the traps and go for St Murn. And um, as I said, they're only a couple of games away from bringing the trophy back because it's been a long, long wait. And do you know what? Celtic have been dominant, so dominant for a reason because they've been the best team. Um, but Rangers had a, a proper plan in place, the recruitment, as I say, away at the start of the season was yeah. excellent, and the levels of consistency from Rangers this season um, have been top notch. And the next question will be, how will Celtic respond? It's going to be exciting the coming weeks, months, and next season. We'll be there all the way because Celtic, you know, I've second no is last. I've got no doubt Celtic will respond. No doubt in my mind, because um, I know it'll be hurting them. Mm-hmm. It'll be hurting the people inside. It'll be hurting the people who are involved in them, and, and most importantly, the, the fans. It's hurting the fans, and that's the way. That's the way it is up in the west of Scotland. You know what I mean? As I said to you before, Celtic have been so dominant for a reason because they've been the best team and had the best players, and they've been the most consistent team. But this season, it's changed because there's a lot of hard work went into Rangers. And the dominance in, in terms of the levels of consistency this season have been top class. Yeah, yeah. You're no, just for the Rangers yeah. directors. I mean, you need to give them massive yeah. credit. As I said, it's crazy. I think this team got beat for Hamilton and we're thirteen points behind. Mm. And Celtic need to take hope for that because I, I meet Celtic fans now when I'm out a jog and stuff like that. I say, oh, Rangers are going to win the league for two or three years. But you would never have said that last year that Rangers are going to win the league this year. It all comes down to getting a manager in for Celtic, like Stephen Gerrard is. A manager that's got a style and a way of playing and getting good players in to fit that style. And if, if Celtic do that, get two or three players in, like Rangers done last year. There's every chance it's like could go and win the league again next year. Who is it going to be? We'll talk about that next. Is it going to be Eddie Howe? What's the latest? Scott's on the line. A Rangers fan is on. Good evening, Scott. Hi guys, how's it? Good. How, how are you? Scott? I'm good. I uh, my point. My question is mainly for Sai. Oh, no. On your sort of podcast and on here, you've spoken about how, obviously, I think Celtic's the best sort of case study to look at, and how player mistakes. Neil Lennon couldn't do anything about Shane Duffy kicking a ball straight to a mum striker for example but if you think obviously there's been a lot of individual mistakes within Celtic I think most of that comes down obviously you both played the game you probably know about and I do and I think I'm talking nonsense just interrupted no I don't know what yeah. I do all the time as well <laughs> uh, so I was saying do you think that players confidence is comes down to why they're making individual mistakes and obviously a player's confidence starts from managers and the overall team performance is bad then the players conference goes down and obviously our overall team performance could come down it's normally buck stops at the manager so I was wondering do you think that individual mistakes by players can be looked at as a managerial error as well sort of take a overall ride and look at it it's a good question mm. dearie me right here we go it's for you Cypheri <laughs> well, see I'm just going for my own personal yeah. career but I always felt I made the most mistakes personally when I wasn't set up as a team 
And I think it's been a combination with both this year. Players have made mistakes, but that also comes for Celtic not having a set style, a set formation for the whole season, Paul. I always think, especially midfield players, when you're not sure about your back four, when it's me, you're worried about losing the ball, Paul, because you know if we lose the ball, they're going to kick the ball or back four and there's a good chance we'll concede the goal. So you start to play safe, and I think that's what's helped, ha- happened to Celtic this year. A bad start defensively, and then it filtered into midfielders, and before you know it, the whole team's kind of lost confidence. And I think you've seen that in every single individual player, Paul. So it's a mixture of both. For me, they've not been well organised enough, both on and off the ball this year, and the players have got to take a bit of responsibility for simple individual errors. When you get both, Paul, you, you kind of win games of football. I, th- I think it's been a combination of things I think when you go away at the start of the season get knocked out early doors in the Champions League mm. so I will tell you when you're a footballer winning breeds confidence mm. and then when you get off the back of getting put out of the Champions League then you hear murmurs about players wanting to leave you know what that causes in a dressing room and players are no daft um, and then it's just been a one one thing after another changing formations changing the personnel trying to get a team it's going to get results. So it's been a real mixture of things um, in itself Celtic this season for me. That That's only my, my honest opinion. And as I said, winning games breeds confidence so much. And that's been the difference with Rangers. Rangers have not suffered much mm. this year. And they've just carried on and get stronger and stronger. And on the other hand, if Celtic have had a few defeats, the pressure starts to go on them. They start to fall a wee bit behind Rangers, which they've not had before. Mm. They've not had that kind of pressure. So again, a lot of people point the finger at Neil Lennon, right? He has a manager and he's got to shoulder the responsibility. But for me, players get a lot uh, get away with too much. They, they've not they've not performed on the pitch for me. But I didn't think Rangers were as well organised as they were last year, and I think that's why Tavernier, Golden made more mistakes than they have this year. I think that's massive. When you know that you have got a set way that if we lose the ball, we'll get back into shape quick. Somebody will get to the ball quicker, we'll get back into shape. So you're less worried about losing the ball. And I think Rangers have had that massively this year. You know, Tavernier runs up the wing, if he loses it, Ryan Jack's across straight away. Whereas last year, if he lost it, his winger runs through and scores a goal. So that's why I think that breeds confidence as well. When you are so well set up off the ball, you, you gain confidence on it because you know that if I lose the ball, we're going to be well set up to go and win it. So back. it's a freedom to play. A freedom to go and play because yeah. you know you're so. Your mistakes are not going to be as yeah. punished as, as they were last year. And when your big players perform as well, and I think that's what mm. Rangers have had. They've had big performances for big players and Celtics main players have not performed. They've mm. underperformed, but it happens. That, that that's yeah. part of football. Yeah. Scott, what are you thinking? Are you going to tie it up on tomorrow and then Sunday? Yes, I think I can't. I think Dundee Rider will get nick a point against Celtic. I can see Lauren Shacklin and Nicky Clark being too much for that Celtic backline because we had a lot of problems with them. We need that Al McGregor make two or three top saves and I don't see Bain or Varkas or Hazard or ever starts in goal making those saves for Celtic and I think we should easily take care of them 3 or 4 now mm-hmm. That's another thing that just um, I remember there what Scott just mentioned the goalkeeping goal situation yeah. as well mm-hmm. Can I tell you, David, David, David Marshall is uh, it's his birthday today and you know why I'm mentioning that because he could have been there for next to nothing Yeah, I know summer. everybody goes on about yeah. uh, Marsh Big Marsh yeah. Yeah, listen Top goalkeeper, but they had a top goalkeeper there and they let him go. Craig, Craig Gordon. Gordon. Yep. Agreed. But yep. Chopman changing your goalkeepers doesn't help. Chopman changing the, the back three, back four, whatever, doesn't help. It just shows you how quickly it can change. Is it similar at Liverpool? Obviously, Liverpool in a different league, different class, but the clop, uh, the, the um, injury to Van Dyke earlier on, and the season just collapsed for them. I know what, I know one player doesn't make a team, but him missing. Mm. Yeah. 
Liverpool have collapsed mm-hmm. but they've also had injuries all over the pitch which, which, which doesn't help them um, it doesn't help any any top team but I watched them last night it's just not a Liverpool I, I'm used to watching they're normally pressing so high up the pitch for like, full energy they just it, it's sapped out them now mm-hmm. um, Liverpool they, they just need the season to end and then get together again they'll go and make a few signings and then they'll probably come back next season but it's not the Liverpool that, that we were watching the previous seasons but I even look at Aberdeen Paul you know you think of them how well organised they've been over the, the, the past few seasons and this season they've had the chopping chain they've been organised and then that that leads in individual inners you know when did Joel, when would Joel Lewis made five mistakes in a season it's never you, happened this season he has yep. because Aberdeen have been yep. so unorganised and then I look at St Johnston at the start of the season they couldn't really get the, their set team they were changing four uh, three there was mistakes constantly now for the past six or seven weeks, Fergie, they've got that back three and the two in front and the two wing backs, yeah. and, and they didn't make mistakes. Yeah, it was consistent. No, yeah. and, and another thing that comes to my mind as well injuries. Yeah. You look at Rangers, they've not suffered any injuries apart from one or two at the turn of the year yeah. Arfield, Roof, Jack, Tavernier, Jack. Yep. But they've still got a big enough squad with quality. But you look at Celtic, James Forrest out for a full season. Again, a lot of Celtic fans know that know their cup of tea. What a big miss he's been Absolutely. He's been yep. a massive miss And throughout the season They've missed certain players um, So that, There's a lot of things That come into consideration So Rangers up against St Mirren tomorrow Here's Stephen Gerrard Looking forward to that game The important thing for us Is to remain focused And uh, try and get this Over the line as quick as we can That starts obviously With St Mirren uh, be a tough test we know they'll be a stubborn team and difficult to play against they'll have confidence because they've already won away you know in Glasgow uh, recently so they're going to come with the tails up and, and ready to try and cause an upset again and then they're the only team that have managed to beat us this season so we're, we're ready for that challenge we're looking forward to it and the team will remain focused and ready for that Scott so your manager he's manager of the month no surprise there he's saying take it easy when the celebrations come but he can't control that how are you planning to celebrate? Uh, to be honest, I, I'm not sure I'm going to celebrate because obviously there's no pubs that to go to and if we just go to Ibrooks then we'll get baffled by the government and bowlers left, right and centre. So I think I think it's probably yeah. just be a quiet one in the house celebrating. When yeah. we're allowed, it'll be straight down to the loading of any pub, any Rangers pub in Glasgow. But at the moment, I think it would just be a quiet one. Well, it won't be quiet at home, but stay socially distanced. Barry, what are you saying? What are you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I, a box I, of fireworks yeah. in your bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just hope the the Rangers. Look, it's been a long time coming. I just hope they they do the right thing with, with all the guidelines and yeah. stay. Look, seeing months to come at the next month or so, they'll be able to go and celebrate. Just be careful, be safe. That that's all I I, I can say. Um, because a lot of them are getting excited, that's for sure. What were you doing in the boot? Were you cleaning the car? Which one is it today? No, you had yeah. me in the boot next I time. I was going to say, that's where I sleep. Not the first time you've been bundled in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, and your calls 0808 Can I just say, have you seen, the size, have you seen yeah. the size of the boot in the Rolls Royce? Uh, same no. size as my bedroom anyway, so it's fine, Paul. <laughs> News is coming next, and then we're back for the next hour. Give us a call. We'll hear more from John Kennedy, from Stephen Gerrard, and maybe from you. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses, and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance visit opc-ltd.uk The Bull Radio 
Football Show. What are the headlines as we go into the weekend? Is this the weekend that Celtic finally surrender the title? They've held it for nine years in a row. There are people listening who don't really remember anything other than Celtic winning the title. Rangers are going to win it. Maybe this weekend they play St Mirren tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Celtic play Dundee United at Tannadice. John Kennedy is speaking about the injury situation uh, at Lennox Town. Greg's still injured. Um, obviously picked up a thigh injury against Ross County and he's not, not trained this week. And James Forrest has been out for a long time, but he's come through the week really well. He's trained really well all week. So we'll, I'll probably sit with James tomorrow um, before training, see where he's at, how he's feeling. You know, but it'd be it'd be great to have him part of it again because we have missed them. They have had so many different injuries, but it's been Rangers' season. What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Who's going to be the manager at Celtic? The bookies have been going with John Kennedy, but I think every Celtic fan thinks there's going to be change, and there's going to be change soon to get ready for next season. Is it Eddie Howe? He was the the favourite with the fans who've been coming on the program here. What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. And this weekend or very soon, Rangers will win it. It looked as though they were going to clinch it officially at Celtic Park, and it still could be on the twenty first of March, and we'll be on that Sunday afternoon. Uh, for Rangers and for the fans, it's going to be massive. Here's Stephen Gerrard. Look, the fans are the priority here, and we. we we, we totally understand and we can certainly relate to how they're feeling at the moment. We know there's a real excitement and rightly so. And we want them to really enjoy this time and, and really revel in the moment. Of course, you know, the firework display was impressive for sure. You know, we would say just try and keep that away from the pitch if you want so we can focus on the job we're trying to do. But we totally understand and can relate to the excitement levels. I think it's fantastic what's happening at the moment and, and we need to enjoy uh, every single day as they go by. Barry Ferguson, it's win-win for Rangers really, isn't it? Even if Celtic win on Sunday, which they may well do, then uh, next weekend there's nothing and then it's Celtic Park on the 21st. Yeah, they've just got to do what they've been doing all season, Paul, and, and go and make sure they get the three points and then see what happens in, in, in Sunday up at Tannadice at 12 o'clock. Yeah, that's all Rangers can do. Um, just make sure their, their concentration levels and their attitude spot on. And if, if that's the case, then uh, for me, I think they'll run over the top of St Mern and then you just need to wait and see. But in terms of the Rangers fans, they're getting excited There's, and I, I don't blame them because, as I said, it's been a a tough nine and a half, ten years for the Rangers fans. Um, it's been a long wait, um, so they'll just be desperate for it to go over the line. But Rangers, as a team and the manager, will go about it in a professional manner, which he's done all season, and, and they'll just need to concentrate and doing the job on the pitch and see what it takes them. Would you rather win it this weekend or next weekend, Fergie? I'd rather just... Uh, do you know what? A lot of people have asked me that. I'd rather just win it as soon as possible. Mm. Get it over the line and know that it's 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 there. That, not, that's it. Not a part of you saying, let's wait till we get to the East End up Kerrydale Street? Yep. Yeah, it'd be nice. No doubt if you're a, a Rangers fan, a Rangers player, you would want to do it at your fiercest rivals. Mm. There's no doubt about it. But there's a chance this weekend and if you, you get the chance, take it. That's what they'll be thinking. So, I think it's going to be a tough one. I know Sai mentioned Celtic will get the result. I think Celtic will struggle at Tannadice. I see Celtic fans, some Celtic fans, in the hope that Celtic don't get the result so that they win it. But for me, if I'm a Celtic fan, I'm desperate for for Celtic to win against Dunya. You want to see what players are are up for this game against Rangers. As I say, you've got a chance, a, st- a small saving grace of the season to go and stop Rangers unbeaten run, stop them winning the the league trophy at your stadium. And as a fan, you want to see what players are up for that fight, and also for a new manager coming in, Paul. You know these games mean something now because if these players want a top manager in, whoever's linked with this job, Paul, if it is a top manager, will be looking at every game 
And if they look at these games and think this squad is one that does not go and put it in, even though they've, they've lost the league, they'll, they'll not take the job. You know, I think Eddie Howe, who's been sacked for Bournemouth, he doesn't want. He can't come up here and fail. Where does he go after this? Mm-hmm. So what he'll want to look at is where is this squad at? Because I'm not going to get the chance to come in and change 16 players. A good majority of the squad will still be here. Do I want to go and take the risk with a squad that, that, that just fobs it off after the league's gone? So these players have also, as, as I say, if they want a top manager and they need to perform for now to the end of the season so that a top manager looks at that squad and thinks, yes, I can come and do some of that. Two or three additions, I can get them back to beating Rangers. And that's what managers will be looking at, Paul, for now to the end of the season, guys that are linked with the job. There, there will be players leaving Celtic, but there will be players there playing for their futures. And so you would yeah. want that, wouldn't you? It was, there was yeah. always going to be change this summer anyway. Yeah, there was going to be change. There is going to be a rebuild. There, yeah. There's no doubt about it. There is going to be new players coming in. There's obviously going to be a new manager and coaching staff coming in as well. Um, so if, if you're a player in the side, you want to go and try and show them that you want to be there. Or you want to still play for yourself if you're, wanting to try and, uh, if, sorry, you're trying to get a move as well. So you want to go and produce on the pitch. I don't think there's been any problems with Celtic going forward. I just think... The way that I've seen Dun United yep. over the last two or three weeks, certainly with that front lot, Shankland, mm. uh, McNulty, Nicky Clark, oh. Louis Appert, I think they're really dangerous. And the problem that Celtic have had all season is their defence. So I think Mickey will go for them and try and, and get the three points. Do I think they'll get the three points? No, I think it will be a draw. This season's done, so it's for next season for Celtic. They have to be looking to it. Barry, you're close to things. Uh, in the game, obviously, a Rangers legend, Scotland legend. And you did say earlier, Celtic will have to come back. Does that mean you know they, they have to spend money? They have to get a big manager, surely. They have to make the right choice. Paul, I'm telling you right now, Rangers will know that. Sure. Rangers yep. will know that uh, it's sure. hurting Celtic. They're a wounded animal. They'll want to get a manager in and they'll get backed. And that's why Rangers need to be on the front foot and they'll be looking for to next season as I read the manager brought a couple of players in in that, that window I know he's looking at three or four maybe one or maybe two might go but I know his recruitment he's already looking ahead because he knows Celtic are going to be dangerous next season but see all this you need to spend big money no you don't Rangers finished right. 13 points behind Celtic last year spent half the money that they spent and they won the league they're what 18 points clear it's not about spending big money it's about getting the right manager and the right players in. And Rangers have showed that. So see all this, you need to go and get a big massive name and spend those money. No, you don't. You just get, need to get the right people for the club who, have, as I've said, have got a certain style, a certain formation and how to play and then get the right players And Whether the players cost 50 grand or 5 million quid, it needs to be right, Paul. It doesn't matter about how much they cost. It's the players and the manager that you bring in. Yep, and also, if you're Rangers... You don't think, oh, right, that's us won the league, it's going to be easy, it's going to be like this. You've got to be on your toes all the time because you know what? See if you you sit back and you, you take your foot off the gas, it comes back and slaps you in the face. Mm-hmm. So that's why Rangers know they've had a real good opportunity this year. They're really cl- uh, close. They've got to keep building and keep making sure they're getting stronger because, as I said, that's a wounded animal across the road. They're going to come back strong. There's going to be a new manager, as he says, and there's going to be a few new players coming through the door, and they're going to be a different outfit next season. See That's the, the kind of attitude uh, I would have. See, see this huge turnover of players everyone's talking about, Topo? These guys have got contracts. So you can't just say, come in and say, oh, we're going to get rid of every player, because if their players are not going to get as much money as they're getting, they'll not leave. They'll stay there. So, yeah, your likes of Edward and, and Ayer might go because people are wanting to pay money, but, yeah. but who's going to buy the, the players after the, this season? Say the three loans will go back. Go back, yeah. four, I think it is. And you might look yeah. at Edward and Ayer maybe going, yeah. and mm. maybe they might try and get rid of Barkas. But mm. that, I mean, there's still another 16, 17, 17 18 players, players sure. here. So the yeah. manager needs to come in and work with them. He'll yeah. be looking at players that are going to make not just his team better, sure. but the players around about them better. Yeah. Turnbull, Sorrow, McGregor, yeah. James Forrest, James when Forrest, he comes yeah. back. 
Here's uh, John Kennedy speaking about Rangers, saying, look, we, we can only do what we do. We can't worry about what might be going on elsewhere or how it might affect MDLs. You know, we've got to think of ourselves all the time. And that's that's where we're at. Ultimately, Rangers are sitting in a very strong position. And, you know, if we were sitting in that position, we'd be comfortable. You know, we'd be feeling confident. So we've got to part that. We've got to think of ourselves in terms of, right, OK, face up to the season. That's the way it's been. Uh, but what do we do going forward? And that's one, improving performances can more consistent. Obviously, it might be in the back of some people's heads who have been here a long time. And if that's extra motivation, great, use it for that. You know, but ultimately it'll not be a motivating factor going into the game. How do you think he's done so far, Barry, in the first couple of weeks? Uh, it was hard because yeah. he only had three days, maybe. I think yeah. uh, Neil Lennon went on the, the Tuesday night. I don't know if the, the Celtic players would have been in on the Wednesday. Normally that's a day off. So he's, he's only probably had a couple of days on the training field with the players for the game against Aberdeen it, it wasn't great the first half hour I thought they were good they moved the ball well but then they, they went back to the the same old Celtic that have, have kind of went into their shell and then Aberdeen were a stronger team in the, the second half but now he's had a full week mm-hmm. to prepare for uh, Dundee United Tannadice that's when you, you see he might make a few tweaks to the formation he might bring in um, another one or two players you, you don't know so this this will be the test for, for John Kennedy now he's, he's had a bit of time on the training ground with his players um, we'll see so you, you can't really you can't really say how he's done because it's, it's still it's too early for me and, and he's sorry Paul but he's restricted the personnel as well I've no doubt that John Kennedy wants to go and play a different sort of formation but there's no wide players there you know you say you've got El Yunus there but is he an out and out wide player so he's kind of forced into, into playing the same way Lenny has and in that diamond shape Paul you know I, I was thinking about it I was I said on here after the game I was expecting something a bit different but when you play in that diamond shape it's hard it's hard to come up with something different because everything's forced in the middle so much your two full backs are then your wide player so I think maybe as I say when we get a James Forrest back or Mikey Johnson back I think you'll then see a different formation and t- a different style of play under John Kennedy Well that's a boost what you just said about James Forrest he's had a full week's mm-hmm. training you might see him involved um, and I, I, I believe I, I said it three or four months ago he's been a massive massive miss for Celtic as Sai just mentioned there there's been no width in the Celtic team all season probably the most underestimated player I, I in recent has, history I've yeah. always liked him I think he, I think he's a top player James Forrest um, not just for um, Celtic for Scotland also so it's a boost for Scotland for the Euros in the summer that, that James Forrest is hopefully back in the next um, few weeks it's when you think Frimpong went for what, 11 million quid and he had nowhere near the, the seasons that James Forrest has at Celtic so that tells you how how valuable James Forrest is. Easy to forget that, isn't it? That's is. 11 million. That's what the deal will be in time for Frimpong. We're uh, on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, Paul Cooney. And you can contact us on the socials at Go Football Show. Kieran's been on from Motherwell saying, Barry, Cy, what do you think if Eddie Howe is appointed as manager? Barry, what do you think, Rangers? What do you think of that, of Eddie Howe? Um, I, I think he's a good manager I mean I've I seen his team Bournemouth in the, the Premier League plenty of times and they kind of play the football that Celtic fans mm-hmm. demand mm-hmm. Um, so I can see why he's been heavily linked he, he's got the experience of he, he, he playing um, in the top league the, the only problem you've got with that is he was under no pressure at Bournemouth yeah. mm-hmm. they were playing I think their stadium holds 11 or, or 12,000 I know there's no fans in but hopefully the fans will be in next season when you've got 60,000 <laughs> fans demanding no, I'm talking demanding. You've got to win games of football. That's different. But I can see why he's been linked because um, a lot of people say great things about him in terms of um, the way he coaches, the way he manages. Uh, and you just need to look at the way that his Bournemouth team played. 
huge difference though isn't it when you come to the goldfish bowl side of Glasgow yeah it is and that's why I didn't think this season was right for Eddie Howe you know when I was asked months ago yeah. about getting Neil Lennon and bringing Eddie Howe for a season I, I was a no but I think if you I think Eddie Howe is one of these guys that he likes projects Paul if you give him a two or three year he will he will change the club from top to bottom and I, and I really think that's what needed it. I think the teams came to an end you know as I've said about the youth system not producing enough youth players into the first team I think Eddie Howe will bring that He'll bring a style to Celtic, he'll bring an identity and I, and I think he'll filter that through at the reserves and the under-18s. And Celtic need to start producing players again, you know, for the youth team. Celtic's most successful players have been through the youth team if you think of James Forrest, Callum McGregor, Kieran Tierney. Eddie Hill will be that type. You know, I don't think he's interested in going signing players. I think he's happy for a director of football to do that. Because Celtic are going down that route, I think he'd be he'd be the guy you go and get. See, I was going yeah. to ask you, Si, surely they must be wanting a point it's sooner rather than later. I know they want to get a what is it, a sporting director or a director yeah, of football, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Surely he needs to get in now and then appoint a manager mm. and then or decide who the manager's going to be so he can then go and look at him where he needs to strengthen yeah. or whatever. I would be absolutely shocked if they leave it to to May June time. It's, it's like you said, drifting at the yeah. moment, aren't they? It's like Fergie says, it needs to be a strong connection between the director of football and, and the manager. They need to get on like house on fire. Mm. And, and the guy David Webb has been linked yeah. has worked with Eddie Howe before. I, I seen an interview with him during the week speaking really highly mm. Eddie Howe. For me, if that's that's a no brainer for me. After hearing that interview with the guy David Webb, how he speaks about Eddie Howe, how he works, what he wants for his team, the way the guy David Webb works, and the way Celtic want to go, it'd be a no brainer for me for Celtic to go and get a director David Webb and, and Eddie Howe as the manager. But surely the they're trying to get it done now mm. what you don't know is Fergie is other clubs speaking to Eddie Howe as well yep. and he, and he kind of weighing up yep. his options mm-hmm. but it was a great route for Brendan Rodgers who did so well at Liverpool came so close to winning the title um, then lost his job the following October and uh, the following summer springtime he came to Celtic it needs to be that kind of appointment doesn't well, it but uh, they don't come every t- every but, year but I think Eddie Howe would be no no as, as yeah. big as a Brendan no, Rodgers but, but Eddie Howe's been successful in the Premier yeah. League he mm. took Bournemouth for League 2 to the Premier League and and no, just put them there. I think they finished eighth or ninth one season. If I'm if I'm if I'm not wrong, he was a sought after manager. Yeah. I remember he was linked with the Everton job, Tottenham job. He's been linked to big jobs. I know he had a bad season, but I think he took in Bournemouth as far as he could take them. Fergie. Yep, yep. I I I can see. Listen, he's a lot of people st- uh, speak highly of him, um, and I, I don't care if I, I don't think Celtic fans will care if it's mm-hmm. a big a big name. They just want somebody in who's going to produce yeah. a winning football team. We're going to hear more from some Rangers fans calling in, getting ready to celebrate the title. Just looking at the paper today, I see Leanne Crichton out there. She's in the record, uh, out training. She's looking forward to it. The women's football will be back. The first and second division as well. Barry, what's the news for the lower leagues? We don't know yet. Kelty Hart's your top of the table. Do you know what's going to happen? No. Uh, that, that, that's my, my basic answer I, We don't know. It looks very unlikely that we're going to get back. Um, as, as the days go, go on, it's going to be even more difficult for us. I think the word is maybe in, until the um, the tier system comes in. But that you're looking at April, April time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, do you know what? In terms of size, team and none of League One and League Two, I'm just glad for um, the guys are back. They, they must be desperate to go back. It's been a long time for them. I know that I think their league starts on the twenty second. Is it the twenty second? Uh, you fancy come make him an offer live on air? <laughs> come and come and play. I mean, no, no manager to play. <laughs> yeah, fancy, so, so, do I don't know how they're going to work it, Paul. They're saying about this 18, 18 or twenty two. What do you think? Well, I didn't get it because 
So Sammy and us and Forfar are going for relegation but on our last four games are against the top four teams and Forfar's last four games are against the bottom. How, how are they going how is that fair? Mm-hmm. We play the bot, bottom be. four and they yeah. play, so I don't know how they're gonna work it. It's, yep. and it's going to, to financially it's gonna be tough. I know I know League One and League Two clubs League One clubs get hundred and fifty grand and League Two clubs get a hundred thousand. I know that's gonna to go towards it, but these guys are gonna come off furlough now, they'll need to be paying out full wages and then it's the testing the mm. testing's no uh, yep. it's no cheap it's expensive so the good thing is at least there's light at the end of the tunnel for uh, League 1 and League 2 clubs in terms of us we're in total limbo if you're asking my honest opinion I very much doubt that we'll get back Paul you've thought that for a while Sai for you you turned 33 last yes. month well January we enjoyed the celebrations socially distanced here in the studio what's it mean to you getting back this season to play football Paul, honestly, it's the best. It's the best job in the world. Uh, you know, I do a lot of jobs, as you know, with this and yeah. other stuff. But that's the one that I look forward to the most. You know, that's my passion and going coaching and playing football. It's, I look forward to a Tuesday night because I know we're going to train. I look forward to a Thursday night because it's training. And Saturday's my favourite day of the week. You know, just it's just, it's just totally different. Fair game when you're with football boys to anyone else. You know, the laughs that you get going up on the bus, you're playing for three points, then you're all travelling back together. You're the best. Is see your friends. Peter me, mate. How can you go and play? With, how can you go and play with Peter Head up there? I, I love doing it. I honestly no, do. That, that annoys me as well. That's been disrespectful to lower leagues. Mm. I've got a lot of time for lower leagues. I've got a lot of time for. There's a lot of good players as well. Believe me when I say oh, it. Yeah. Guys yeah. that I believe should be playing. A level or two above themselves. They've just not had that wee bit of luck. Um, but there's a lot of good teams and a lot of good managers and players um, down there. But your playing days are the best. It's like you like, say to like in England, they look down at the Scottish league. I sometimes think in the top league in Scotland, they look down at the lower leagues. Yep. But again, look at the players that have came through. Kevin Nisbet, as we've talked about, yep, being the star of this season, yep. was doing in League One. So it tells you there are. I'm totally agree with Fergie. There's good players and there's players that could play in the SPL definitely. But some don't choose to because they've got a good job and play pay part time that pays better than playing in the SPL. But Come and watch a, a lower league game. I think you'll be you'll be surprised. Have you got your passport? Because after lockdown, we're going to come and see you at Peterhead, and we'll come to the Kingdom of Fife to see you, the Celtic Clipper. There, <laughs> that'll be By before you. I would go and watch his team. Of course, I'm, telling you, I'm yeah. not just saying this because he's on air. The way yeah. his the, the, the right. style of play, that they, I would go and watch them definitely. Listen, good luck with the uh, training. Si won't be about as much because the training starts tomorrow. Are you driving the bus up tomorrow? Or no, it's separate ca- cars. Separate cars, mate. Yeah, You're so. doing a Livingston job. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> separate that, cars. That's another cost to the lower leagues. Yeah. as well I mean I know they're not training in Peterhead but they're training in, in Dundee and I think your vast majority of your squad's the best of Scotland Glasgow, yeah. so it's going okay. to cost the guys 40-50 quid in diesel or petrol to go up and down You're on Glasgow's own Go Radio Football show quick break and then we're back we're going to look at all the matches coming up over the weekend and uh, taking more calls The Go Radio Football Show Thanks to everyone who's made the switch and who joins us every evening from five till seven. Go Radio Football Show. Just hearing on the socials there, Gary in Inverness and Clyde Bank is on enjoying the programme. Great to hear from you, Gary. Hopefully when all this COVID's over, we can meet up. Gary, thanks for listening to us during the uh, the evening. And we're on tomorrow afternoon. Sai is training and joining us here in the studio between two and six. It's John Hartson. And I, I listen to him on Monday and Wednesday with you, Barry. And some great stuff. Good tussle, you two on air. And uh, he talks a lot of good sense as well. Yeah, I, I don't want to tussle him the size of him now. <laughs> um, he's, he's a big boy, John. No, but good to see him. Good to see he's doing well. And listen, he knows the game. And as I said, he, he was a... A fantastic footballer as well. Did the big man ever manage now? No, he's he done no. a bit. I was asking him. He done a bit of coaching um, Livy. for Livingston, right, and also the Welsh national team. Did he? Right. Mm. Do you think he could. He could do the management. He job? says he's applied for 
a right few jobs and right. not even got to an interview stage. Why is it's that even strange, been isn't it? Replied to. Really? Yeah. Sometimes some of the best players don't. So many of them don't get. get yeah, but in. I think yeah. if you apply for a job, I think the courtesy. The guy, uh, you want at least the courtesy, uh, maybe receiving an email back or a text or whatever, saying, "Listen, thanks, but no thanks." Mm. But listen, some clubs are are not like that. Just want to mention the family of the late Willie Wiggum are listening. He was a goalkeeper. He died uh, during the week, 81 years old, fondly remembered by the Falkirk fans. I've just been looking at the website there. He was at Dumbarton and Middlesbrough as well, which, you know, not that many players went south of the border. He did really well. Willie Wiggum, fondly remembered. Family are listening. Our condolences uh, are with you for the loss of your granddad. One of the grandchildren was on as well. So thank you for that. And it was the week where we, we lost the Saint in St. John. I was lucky enough to work with them uh, on the radio yeah. and also we did some road shows we did them in Falkirk Motherwell uh, up at the old Skellies in Motherwell with 2,000 people there uh, and also um, we went to Irvine in the Magnum he was a gem the two of him and Greavesy yeah, that's what I was phenomenal. just about to say yeah. I grew up Saint and Greavesy used yep. to watch it used to love it well they did a bit on, uh, from Douglas Park the old Douglas Park they did a bit for uh, the, the programme and I was there with them they were interviewed by Jim White Jim came along and we were doing the thing at night time so I phoned home to Bodwell just to say to my wife Look, I'm coming in for my suit I'll be there and on the way, I'm only five minutes from Douglas Park and the car said you don't want a cup of tea do you right away Greavesy I'd love a cup of tea because alcoholic he doesn't want to go and sit in the hotel room on right. his own so he came in cup of tea uh, lunch uh, Greavesy and Saint and they were brilliant they loved what uh, a program. the chat wasn't it it was, was amazing it? Yeah. Oh, amazing. the kids also heard about it and were all gathering outside it was, it was fantastic who did he play yeah. Pierre in St John Motherwell, Very Motherwell yeah, right? yeah, one okay. of the Ansel babes before my time but he was a great player mm. well, He's a legend at Liverpool, isn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He was part of the Shankly revival. Amazing man. So was Greaves. He was. Oh, he was a goal scorer, wasn't he? Yep, Tony Hotspur. He's been struggling. But that was my programme growing up. Wasn't it? St. Greavesy. Yeah, St. Jordan, I shudder to ask, do you remember St. Greavesy? Probably not. Now you talk about it, I really, I just remember my dad had a VHS and it was... Greavesy going through the best World Cup goals in the 70s. Oh, did he? Yeah. That was one of the things he used to put on a Saturday yep. to shut me up, I think. So I remember that briefly. Honestly, yeah. there were like these two, there were like Anton Deck as well. The two of them were brilliant. And it changed the broadcasting scene on, on television. So was uh, it, did they just go straight for playing on uh, hosting a TV programme? Uh, yeah, kind of. They were doing some, as you are doing, uh, punditry. Uh, yeah. See after the show. Yeah. Go and Google watch it. Go and Google it. The big ties and all uh, that. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> like the ones you still wear, Paul. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I know after lockdown, can't wait to get back on. John. Gordon, you're a Celtic fan. Uh, what, what are you thinking? What do you want to say tonight? I, basically, I just did. Uh, Barry touched on it earlier, and I read a thing earlier on saying that Leicester are apparently looking to make a, a bid around 15 million for Edward in the summer. And I was just wondering after people talking about him being in sort of 30 odd million the year before, has his value dropped that much, or do people just know that Celtic are sort of backed into a corner with him? Good question. I think they're backed into yeah. a corner, Jordan, in terms of. Um, he's letting his contract run down he's getting into his final year of his contract it's, that's just simply how it works in, in football now if you're talking last season at, well at the start of uh, this season for me he was 25-30 million pound all day it's just when you let your contract run down and he's coming into the final 12 month and, and the worrying thing is if he does want to stay and he doesn't sign a contract then come Christmas time January he's on a free transfer so Celtic have got a a decision to make in the summer does he if he doesn't sign or if he's no intentions of signing a new contract you've got to go and, and cash in on him and your problem is Fergie as well it's a f- I think PSG get a big sell on of, of that yeah money. I think that's right yeah. yep so, 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 so do I think you... if he goes for sorry sorry you go mate 
I was just if he, if he goes for fifteen million and Celtic end up making it and PSG have got a sell on the Celtic make next to nothing off him. So <laughs> does that make sense? The Celtic and just as a further point, everyone's talking about Ayer going as well. So if the both of them go in the summer, does that not make Celtic's rebuild job ten times harder? Okay. And they're two big players for yeah. me. There's no doubt Ayer and, and Edward are uh, I would imagine a new manager coming in would want to try and keep both of them but at the end of the day Jordan both need to want to stay yeah. and they need to commit because yeah. if they don't commit to, to Celtic in the summer because both of them come into the final 12 months of their contract Celtic then without doubt I'll, I'll need to cash in on both of them and again you're talking 20 million for Ayer at the start of the season now his valuation will come down because he's running into 20 the, million yeah no, that's what that's yeah. what the talk was. Yeah, for no, AC Milan. Milan was mentioned. Yeah, yep, so fourteen goals he scored, Edward, during the period of that month. Uh, so he's still scoring goals. And, and Sai, you said that it, you know, in a team, an elite team, mm. then uh, he could improve. And he's only what twenty-two. Yeah, we were just speaking about off air, Paul. You're only as good as the system in that you play. In. Aye, you know, you watch yeah. Thiago at Liverpool. Yeah, he's a great player. But if he doesn't suit your system, then it's no point in having there. But what's it like need today this summer? Whether it's Edward, Ayer, or whoever, sit every single player down and see if they want to go. Paul, let them go. See if it means yeah. losing a few quid then go and do it because seeing the long term plan it'll work out much better if you go and get guys that want to be here that are hungry to play for Celtic yeah okay Edward is a massive talent but massive talent's only good if he's happy Paul and he's <laughs> wanting to be there and he wants to go and run about and be your main man if he doesn't on you go then thanks very much you've done great for us take your money and go and get players that want to be there Jordan do you agree with Si? I, th- I think so to be honest like I say, it's, it's been a great nine years and I've tried to keep myself as reasonable as possible with what's happened this year and fair play Rangers ultimately deserve a title but I just want to make sure that next year's not a complete doing as well Jordan can I ask you another question what, what do you what do you feel about loan players coming to Celtic see actually I heard you say this on the podcast the other week so I, I think it's a bit and then but then I grew up in sort of the likes of Larson and that and mm. yeah, big players like Larson and Lennon on the team so it does feel a bit cheap and especially when this year the, the players that they've brought in on loan at the start have looked good the likes of El Yanusi and Laxalt but even now, Laxalt looks like he's running about an army pitch. Do you know what I mean? He's just trying to drop somebody. I'm not overly impressed with the players we've brought in on loan. I, I'm not a fan of no. loan players. Listen, it's good to have in case of injuries. I just believe when you sign somebody on loan, they're, not commi- they're, they're only committing for a season. If you sign a player right. and he commits to three or four year contract, you know he's going to give everything. You're only His, his parent club is the, the most important thing. I'm, I'm not... A keen supporter on on loans. I I, I don't like it. I think especially not for Fergie. Yeah, I think it's far too much. No, I understand the finances come into that, but if possible, you would always try and sign players on on contracts. Yeah. Who's manager for you next, Jordan? What do you think Dermot Desmond is going to do in the Celtic board? See, I, I don't. I, I've I've said to a few. Me and my pals had this discussion a lot of time, and I'd like somebody who's more of a coach. I know people are talking about Eddie Howe, but. Like like Barry just said earlier on, like what what's he going to be like when he's got a full stadium or like he's living in the goldfish bubble, uh, both bowl that is Glasgow? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean what's he going to do under the pressure? I, I wouldn't mean maybe Sean Maloney is a name that sort of just keeps lingering in my head. He's obviously been under Martinez for a while. He knows his stuff. So if it was anybody, uh, but then it's who's available and who's actually going to come to Scotland? Are people maybe going to follow the? Brendan Rodgers and Gerrard model that mm-hmm. they come to Scotland do really well and then that's a springboard back into the Premiership so it's, it's really what they're willing to give to whoever's whoever they're interviewing really I, I just think it's an enticing job I, yeah. th- I think managers not just out out a job I think managers in a job would be keen on it mm-hmm. simple well, fact I, 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 on you go Jordan I, I work with a lot of boys say England and obviously you know what a lot of English people think of the Scottish League and 
Mm-hmm. A lot of them seem to say like oh, Scotland, Celtic and Rangers are still in Scotland, but I think like you say, to managers it's still a big job. Oh, it's so a massive you've got almost a guarantee of some sort of European football every year. Mm. Yeah, massive, and that's why I, th- I think it'll interest a number of managers. Um, there's no doubt, two of them are massive, and as you say, you've got a right good chance of European football. You've got a right good chance of winning trophies every single year, mm-hmm. and that as a manager. That's what you want to do. Yeah. I know that Eddie Howe's not had the pressure of a 60,000 crowd, but he has had the pressure of trying to keep Bournemouth in the Premier yeah. League, which if you don't do, Paul, your club loses massive amounts of money. Well, so that's a pressure. 100 million, isn't that's it? That's a pressure which he managed to deal with for yeah. three or four years. So, listen, I know you're saying 60,000. Maybe it takes yeah. you a couple of weeks, but once you're in that seat, yeah. and, and if you're as good as your, jo- your job as Eddie Howe thinks he is, then I think that, I think he yeah. can he can take to that. You can't be manager in England at the top, at no. a top club, you know, in the top league for those years, and, and be a duffer. We, we, no, this we guy came that. up against. This guy's came up against guys sure. like Guardiola and Klopp and done well. So yep. I think he can handle. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I, I'd love to be proved wrong. To be honest, with you, I'm, I'm the optimist. I'd like, oh, I'd like sure. something good to happen next year. Yeah, uh, and Jordan, who would you rebuild the team around? I know it's. I suppose I'm giving you a chance to say some of the players this year that you know the Soros or the Turnbulls. I'll, I'll leave it to you. Right. Yeah. Ideally, I'd like to keep Ayer for at least another season. Um, but I think Turnbull's a boy that we're going to have to build the team around. I think his quality over the last few weeks, especially the way that Celtic have been, you know, at their best, he's still managed to shine in a, a poor team that are still trying to pull along for something. So I'd say Turnbull's who we want to build around. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get the Ayer that everyone's loving Ayer, but again, defensively for me this year, no good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, taking the ball out through the back and, and playing with the ball, he's been excellent. Yeah, he's very good at it. But See, like I've conceded a lot of goals this year, and a lot of times it's been Ayers' man for set pieces that have scored. So you know you can talk about a great season because, he, but Balligan and Golden haven't been good on the ball. They've just played, but they've defended well. And I would, defend. I'd much rather defend two defenders at Celtic Paul that want to defend. And that's and midfielders there to go and play. Barry, what would you say? Yeah, look, see, see modern day football. People want centre half so you can go and pass it and look good for me. I want a, I, I want a defender who'll go and header the ball and tackle and. Command and organise. That that's what I want from my de- my my defenders. In terms of Ayer, there's no doubt he's a, a good player. Yeah. Ayer. Uh, defensively, he's a bit suspect at times. What about uh, David Turnbull? Could he be the person that Stevie Clark is speaking about? That he might. Yeah, I see he was on. Uh, you did one as well the other yep. night uh, with Mill United. Yep, I sure yeah, did. Yeah, when I say you're doing something, you were on the uh, sort of webcast, a Zoom, a Zoom with him. Yeah, call with Boys Zooms. Club. Yep, um, having a chat with the the young kids. Six, that were six or seven of them turn up. How many were on? <laughs> times that be <laughs> ten. Yeah. So Stevie yeah. Clark did one as well, and he Turnbull's, said, "For me, David Turnbull's." Got to be in the Scotland squad And you heard what you said There, there may be a, a surprise or two For me I, I don't know if he'll start But for me He'll certainly be in the, yeah. the squad uh, For the games coming up And also if he continues to play At the levels he's done over the, the last few months for Celtic He'll be in the Euro squad as well Yeah I think you need to take him in the squad But I don't think he'll start I've said before I think Stevie Clark's a defensive manager I think on the ball David Turnbull's your best 10 For, for Scotland off it, I think Christie and Fraser maybe give that wee bit more legs in terms of winning the ball back for the team and being that extra midfielder. But for, for to bring on Fergie for the last twenty or thirty minutes, if you're if you're looking to create a goal or even his delivery for set pieces, Paul, you know he's a no-brainer for yeah, me. And to it's be in the good squad. to have him about the squad and get the experience. I know he's played with under twenty ones, but it's different when you go into the the full squad. But there, there's no doubt he'll be involved in the games coming up and also in the the championship. Is he going to start? 
it depends how, how good he finishes the season yeah. off the thing is cause, because Dykes doesn't score a lot of goals you know yeah. he's a target man you need, you need midfielders yeah. who can score goals mm. and one thing Turnbull showed this year is especially shooting for distance you know if you do come up a team that's going to sit in against mm. you Turnbull's one that can, that, that can score for Stephen distance you look at Clark he's, he's quite loyal and the guys like Sai just mentioned Christie's yeah. guys like that I think he, he'll stick with them but Turnbull definitely for me in the squad Jordan would you disagree? Uh, no, I think 100%. I think if, if you're going on form towards the end of the season, I don't think you can look past Turnbull. Yep. Okay, Jordan, thanks very much for calling. Go Cheers, ready. Jordan. Cheers, Jordan. Cheers, guys. Just Campbell's been on Campbell Gray just saying and reminding us that uh, Jamie Carragher was saying about Stephen Gerrard just when you mentioned there about the you know the route to go back to top clubs in England Stephen Gerrard's still very much at Rangers and he's reminding me that Jamie Carragher said about Stephen Gerrard he has fallen in love with Rangers and Glasgow and looks to be settling in for the long haul that's how he is when dedicated to a cause fully committed all in he's caught the Rangers bug immersed in the club yeah, I, I can yep. see why because for me it's a, a fantastic club but I also think he'll look back in the two years the barn two years he had um, and certainly the, the end of last season when they come back off the winter break they struggle to win games um, I think you mentioned the earlier side Hamilton beat them at Ibrooks. Mm-hmm. the board stuck by him mm-hmm. and says no you're the man and they, they gave him the, the funds to go and invest into his squad and his recruitment, as we've been saying plenty of times on this show, has been excellent. And you just see it. If you give a manager time, it's took two years, but you see the difference in Rangers this season to last season, night and day. But again, it's when you go off to a good start, winning breeds confidence. You can see confidence clearly as going through that Rangers team, but also a good point when they're not playing well, they're still finding a way to win games of football. Yeah, he's took it for nothing, Paul. I've said when he first went in, he went in a mess. Do you know what I mean? And he's been through so many low times that I think he'll want to enjoy a few good times now. You know, he's he's finally got his team where he wants to be. It's took him three, two and a half years. You know, you'd never think, as I say, last year that his team would be playing football the way that I, I just kind of see him leaving. Because, again, if it isn't a Liverpool, Paul, the job he's getting as a team that's struggling, do you want to then go on and, and start again when you're just yep. new into management? You know, you're finally getting, as I say, you're get, you've got your team where you want them. I, I think he'll be about for a while. We're at the closing stages, the business end of the season and of the programme. Quick break and then we're back with predictions and one more call. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Radio Football Show, OPC Energy Limited and on Sunday morning, it's the business show that we're all enjoying and uh, Hunter and Hockey on Sunday morning and the guest is going to be Eddie Hawthorne, the chief executive, group chief executive and MD of Arnold Clark. He's absolutely oh. brilliant. The whole Clark family are amazing. And Eddie and the team, they're so good mm. to so many charities. They've just lost, launched a fund where every month they're going to be giving 500 charities uh, help in these pandemic times over the next wow. three months. Amazing. Brilliant. Uh, uh, what did you say, Eddie? Eddie Hawthorne, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's interesting. My, my daughter's looking for a new car, so... Um, <laughs> I'll be seeing if Eddie can get me a, six, six, a yeah, good deal. Good, he always will. Six foot three or four. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, is he handsome? Yeah, he's a, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know, but he's a great guy. Right, so okay. he's on Hunter and Hockey. Still enjoying it, Sai? Sunday mornings? Oh, I love You're it. an entrepreneur. so uh, I'm, I'm writing everything down. I've got a full folder, everything I've said. So. Write it all down. Listen to them. The I, winning will, team. I will overtake them in terms of the... What is it, the Forbes list? Are they on the Forbes list? Oh, I'm sure they... Well, they've appeared in... Well, I, I'm not saying they're on the Forbes list, but... Uh, it must be. Must be uh, Tom's uh, Kiltwalk was mentioned in... 
Forbes magazine last year, in 2019, as an example of something in Europe that they could copy in America. Philanthropists helping people. And is that, to, that's what to, you to, run, to, to, run uh, uh, yep, yep, still do as well. So go radio football show, but that's uh, Sunday morning and uh, the podcast is there as well. Some great stuff. And last weekend it was Professor Sir Chris Evans. Brilliant. Mm, genius, isn't okay, it? Okay, going to take more calls. One more actually, and then we're going to look at the weekend. Taylor's on the line in Coatbridge. Hi, Taylor. Hi, guys. How are you all doing? Good, Good thanks. Mate. Yeah, we go everywhere in the show here, don't we? Cars, but what about you, the Rangers fan? You'll be thinking, uh, I would think, about uh, the title. But you want to mention Wednesday night? We talked about a lot about it last night. Barry's in the paper today saying, "Where's the assistant referee?" We're talking about the Morellas decision. So, what do you want to say about it? I want, I want to get everyone's general opinion on it, but more specifically, I want to ask how we improve the standards. Yeah, because I'm at a loss of words, honestly. I'm hesitant to direct it towards John Beaton because I try and remember that we're all human, we all make mistakes. Yep. But not only John Beaton, he's lying. Three three people got it wrong, and then it's not only getting the decision wrong; it's the arrogance at half time to not even look Gerald in the eye, not even explain the situation. It would be great if referees could mm. tell well, everyone why they did it. Yep. yep. In, in terms of I, I totally agree I, I said it myself yep. uh, he's only human I think he's made a genuine mistake mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind I don't think John Beaton's um, done anything else apart from just make a mistake yep. but what I can't get is why the assistant referee doesn't help him and even the fourth official who's got a screen the only way we're going to improve referees if we can get some sort of funding to help them go full time but the and thing can is, we get a bit of TV evidence to help them because it's a tough job Si yeah, I mean I know myself I gave referees I, I've done it all my career I gave them pelters um, <laughs> as a manager as a coach I'm on the side giving them a bit but also understand it's a hard job they've got they've got a split decision to make and John Beaton made it on Wednesday night and he got it horribly wrong there's no doubt about it but again he's only human but he's not getting any help for no. the guys that should be helping them, and that's his assistant referee on the stand side who is 15 to 20 yards away from it. But the thing is, right, the, the, the ref's doing South are full time, and they've got VAR, and mm. they're still making sure. they're still making massive mistakes. Because that's what I was going to ask you. So I don't know if you can. Yeah. I don't know if you can improve it. You know, it's a tough, tough I job. Think you could only try it because I'm, I'm sure it might help them. Mm. We, yeah. we don't know, but it's a tough. But I think it may, they're making it tougher for the, for the refs. The fact that nobody knows the rules. There was a and period to come and explain the rules and why they've gave a decision and yep. why somebody's been banned for three or four Do games. You know what I think, so si? I think we're trying to make football perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you never going to work. Of course, no. yeah. That's the beauty of football. Mm. There was a time when referees could speak after the game. I think it was say at five o'clock. They could give a statement. They could be interviewed, um, and then that stopped. I don't know why it did, but maybe if they could get time, you know, give them half an hour or so, and then let them explain major decisions. But see, even why not just have five minutes with each manager, the ref at the end of the game. Any questions you've got, the referee yep. goes in for five minutes, talks to him, and then the ref can come in. He's interv- uh, the manager. Yep. Sorry, can come in. He's interview after the game, saying, "I've spoke to John. This is why this happened." Good idea. And then everyone, everyone knows. Mm-hmm. We now know. Then the next game, if that happens, okay, they've explained it the game before. But I, I will yeah. say, everybody's given it a John Beaton. I feel for him. Aye, I feel sure. for him. I actually, honestly, believe he made a genuine mistake, and it was a bad mistake, right? Well, why would it be otherwise? But again, I'm not having. Yeah. That he's not getting yep. any help for. Mm. He's assistant, assistant referee Because that's what they are They're not linesmen yep. right. And then the fourth official Who's yep. got a monitor beside them And they're all mic'd up as well mm. So he can say through to John Listen John 
Hold it five ten seconds here. I think you've maybe got that wrong, but no. Taylor, see if you say to the referee, yep. you've got ten minutes, five minutes. Sorry, if you say to the manager, you've got five minutes with the referee after the game. Thirty minutes after the game, once you've calmed down, you yep. can go in and see the ref for five minutes. You then didn't get the Gerard incident at half time because he knows right. I'll ask John like that, that after the game. There's another new invention for you. Taylor, do you like that idea? I think Sai's so, perfectly right. Oh and wow! Think, what a night for me. We'll keep that one for the tape. <laughs> yep. No, I think that's a great idea, but yep. Barry's. Barry's got it spot on. It baffles me that I can accept that the mistakes made. Yep. It's the system in place as to how we go about afterwards. I mean, Taylor, we we agree with you. We're running out of time. Would you help us here with the predictions for tomorrow and for the weekend? Yes, fancy doing that, love, Taylor. Right, you join it, okay? So Taylor and Coatbridge is with Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Let's uh, kick off Aberdeen against Hamilton. Barry, I'm looking at you. Your hometown team playing at Petodre. One each. Aki's have Ooh. got a good record up at um, Petodre. That would be good. Yeah, I'm going Sam. two 0 Aberdeen. Nay Anderson, he can't play because he's on of loan. Of course, massive player. Yep. I think the other yep. striker is injured as well, so big Moyo will need to go up front. And I think Aberdeen, will, because of that, Aberdeen will win two. Taylor, what do you think on that? I'm thinking one 0 Hamilton. Oh, oh, yeah, the Aki's oh, well. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a time where they get okay. big results. Mm. Hamilton. Yeah. Next one, uh, Motherwell. So the other Lanarkshire team, Motherwell at home to Livingston. Taylor, what do you reckon on that one? I'm thinking three one Livingston. Oh right, so Livy, you reckon back to form? Sai, what do you think? That's a massive call. Yep, on Livy's form and Motherwell's form. Oh, I think I think Livy have gone. I do, and I think yeah. you know, I think with higher elite players, you can turn that. But see, when you're on that run, I, I just think I just kind of see Livingston getting back on it, and I think Motherwell will beat them. Okay, but three games in six days. I think it's, it'll be too much for Livingston, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go Motherwell. You're going for Motherwell. Graham Alexander got them back on the... They're safe now, aren't they? Motherwell are safe. Mm. Right, what about St. Johnson Hibs? Oh, no, okay, we'll talk about that tomorrow on the programme. St. Johnson, the League Cup winners, and well done to them last weekend. Up against Hibs. It's a good game, Si, isn't it? I, I, honestly, I really like St. Johnston, Paul. Mm. I think they'll be right up there next year in terms of battling for third place. I don't know, it's a big, bold statement, but I just think their squad's really good, really good manager. They've got a certain way of playing. Everyone seems to be enjoying it, and, and I think St. Johnston will beat Hibs on Saturday. Taylor? Two Johnson. Well, very firmly. Barry. Yep, I agree. I think yeah. St. Johnson will beat Hibs. Wow. That... By the way, St. Johnson were very good against Hamilton. Weren't they? See the goal. Yep. Uh-huh. That's what yep. I like about St. John's again. We yep. always talk on here about managers want to play, but St. Johnson mixed it up really well. The goal. Can I just say that? Melamed. Just get Melamed, what a player. See if that was down in England, yep. they'd be showing it all over the place. So what true. a what yep. a touch. But it comes <laughs> to the big centre half there, you know what? One ball over the top. There's more than one way of playing, and that's what St. John's doing well. That, that's yeah. some way to come back when you drop for the cup final. Ross County, Kilmarnock. You know, in some ways, match of the day. Clearly, it's going to be a Paisley match of the day. Ross County, Kilmarnock. What do you think, Barry? I'm going Ross County. You're going for Ross County again. Yes. So that's Kilmarnock. Then would be bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, will they survive? We'll talk about it tomorrow. Sai, what do you think? Oh, it's such a big game. I kind of go against my big mate Yogi because you're bad. So I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Ross County as well. Right. You're going with Ross County. Yeah. How's is he? Is he okay? He was on the phone to you. Uh, he wasn't yeah. happy with a no. couple of decisions last Saturday. Okay. So I think they're determined to put it right this week. So <laughs> uh, for that reason, I think they'll beat Kelly. Taylor, I hear you laughing. What do you reckon, Ross County, Kilmarnock? It's really boring, but I'm, I can't see it being anything other than on now now. Nil-nil, yeah, well, they do happen. Uh, so, l- what about Rangers St Mirren? Taylor? 4-0 Rangers. 4-0 Rangers, yep. Yeah. Si, you're not going to be with us. You're training tomorrow, so what do you reckon? 
I'm not going to go 4-0 four, four because I don't think St Mirren get beat 4-0 very often I think they're very well set up under Jim Goodwin I think they'll be hard to beat but Rangers will have too much I'm going to go 2-0 Rangers 2-0 Rangers they're at St Mirren the only team to beat them this season Barry yeah, but I think it's going to be a convincing 3-0 for Rangers Morello's in there Scoring. I'm not really bothered You're not okay. <laughs> Feel the top off aren't you what, what, what have you got ready Is it some champagne Some pink champagne Oh it's the best it's the LPR yep. Oh listen It's, uh, it's yeah. not one yet But I'll show you, so you listen, I'll yeah. Send a photo Don't worry <laughs> okay. And Taylor you gave us that So and on Sunday What's going to happen Taylor first of all What do you think Dundee United Celtic I'm a Rangers fan So I want to think no. Celtic are going to Absolutely Crash and burn But I don't. I think they'll bounce back. I do think they win. Yeah, they won. And that'll take it to Celtic Park for you, which uh, that probably give us a, a great game that day, and you could win it there. So you think two-one Celtic? Sai, where do you feel? I think- yeah, I know you feel that Celtic are going to win it, Sai. Oh, oh, have you changed your mind? If James Forrest plays, I think Celtic will be comfortable. But if he doesn't, I think Celtic will just scrape it. I'm going to go two-one Celtic. I think Celtic will concede for a set piece, but I think Celtic yeah. will win two-one. 2-1 Barry I think it's going to be a close one I, I'm, I, I says I'm going to stick with what I, I says during the show I'm going one each you're going one each yes uh, Taylor we're going to finish then with uh, your manager speaking about uh, the fans and winning the title whenever that comes and it could be this weekend I think obviously we all have to continue to try and abide by the rules the government rules and, and respect the, the social distancing and, and stuff like that so he's saying just take it easy when it does come but they're going to enjoy it for me it's about becoming champions as quick as we can in, in any way we can do that I don't think you can you can choose sometimes it's out of your control the important thing for us as a group is to just keep winning football matches and it'll happen when it happens the important thing is to um, get that trophy back get 55 knock all the 54s off the walls change them that's the main thing for me and really add to the wonderful history at this club that's that's the key Barry you enjoyed that one yeah that's some of your titles in there yeah, yeah. I know I know um, no I, listen I like that that's just determination for me um, but listen I want them to go and celebrate when it comes but do it as I say is under the guidelines and do it in the house until otherwise told Taylor thanks very much for the call and uh, good shout there some good points you made and also for your predictions we're going to find out tomorrow afternoon what happens join us from 2 till 6 it's the new sound of Saturday afternoon but without Sai because he will be training in Dundee so it's Barry Ferguson John Hartson and me Paul Cooney between 2 and and six on go tomorrow. Coming up next, it's uh, In the Mix with Stevie Lennon. You'll be listening to that on the oh, way home. I'll yeah. be dancing all the way up the road, Paul. We These can... snake cups. <laughs> Me and yeah. the missus all here, we dancing all the way yeah, Are you going to tonight? Is it quite night tonight? Yeah. Because yeah. you've got training tomorrow. Barry, yeah, yeah get quiet, ready for the weekend. There's nothing else we can do, Paul. <laughs> no, of course. But it's getting things are getting better. What about you? Yep, same. You cuddle on the couch tonight? Same as you. We'll just take it easy. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> at two. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 